Um, welcome back to Tramps, Ghosts, and Ballerinas. Yes, here we are. Yes, <laughs> yes. here we are. I feel like we skipped saying that one of the last ones we did. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I could have. Because we were just very excited, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. We should be. I mean, if you click on the show, you know where you are. I mean, yeah. it's in the, it's 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 says it right on your damn phone right. what we are and yeah. who we are. Who we are. And, yeah. So, But for those who are new. Welcome. welcome. I'm Ellen. I'm Ellen. I'm Mariah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, that's us. And this is episode 30. Because the nine, next one, the next eight? one we do is 37. Mm. So this would be 38, 39, four. This would be 40. Wow. Or Damn. plus we had another bonus episode. Did, oh, no, that was yes, the same one. This will be 40. So this Damn. is episode 40. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Remember when in the beginning when I was like, I just want to get to episode 50. And you were like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's like 10, like, that's that's 10 episodes only, away. Yeah. We'll be done. Like, we'll be at, it will have been a year probably. That we hit 40? No, or that 50? we hit 50. Yeah, probably. Sorry. Price tag. Yeah, Teddy was chewing on the plastic. Here, you can have a little cardboard. <laughs> takes it like he, lo- he loves. He takes trash. it like it's. He a- loves trash. He does. Captain does too. So. <laughs> just, he just loves trash. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, um, what's going on? Well, yeah. Well, you got big news. You want to share that now, or you want to like my trip? Yeah, I leave for Greece in two days. Whoop, whoop. Still have to pack, but that's okay. We're we're good. Well, I would be the same, so I don't know. I don't know why I threw shade at you just then, because I'm like, I'd be packing in the morning. I'm a terrible I mean, procrastinator. I, could. I absolutely could. That's, Our flight doesn't leave until 10 p.m. So. That's so, so unlike, strange. So unlike me? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I pack like a day before. Yeah, but you, and then you get going and you hate everything about it. Yes, this is true. And it's I, too far now, <clears throat> I, I, um, <laughs> I, wait to pack and then i have a great time mm, mm-hmm. i've been pulling things for i mean i do in my brain a few weeks now just yeah. like setting aside mm. like jeans your pre- shorts your pre-packing my pre-packing yeah. like my old travel size stuff and yeah i've been doing that for weeks but yeah that physically part- putting shit in packing cubes and uh, yeah i my bathroom bag is always kind of ready to go yeah so, or yeah. mostly mm-hmm yeah so mm-hmm. i'm itching yeah itching to go i left you some post-it notes on your desk did you yeah. well you know i'm at work tomorrow yeah oh okay mm. yeah yeah you'll see when this you is the last them. time i'll see you <laughs> you'll see them when you read them <laughs> <laughs> okay wait so. it won't blend in with the rest of the post-it notes around my my computer no they're right in a oh, row okay. perfect exciting because i left you a note for something and then i was like oh wait and then i left another note <laughs> and then i was like oh shit you're not gonna be here and so that it's yeah <laughs> just collection of notes yeah <laughs> love it mm. what about you what do you got going on nothing That's- I, I see Although all I- of our episodes got up uh, well i gotta fix talk everlasting our best one i know our Hi. most listened one is the one um, what happened to it i can't get it to recover Okay. So I I do have the raw audio for that one, so I need to re-edit it. Oh, so that'll be okay. my project this hmm. weekend. Is either this weekend or when I go to my parents' house because whatever. So I'm going to re-edit that in the next few days. So that's not in the. That's not. It's. Sh- I think on my Apple it shows that it's there, but okay. I don't. But when I go into our hosting site and click on it, it shows no date data available. You know what you should do hmm. is just re-edit however you want to, mm-hmm. and then just post it. 
Oh, repost it. Yeah. As as uh We can do that. As uh, uh if you haven't heard it, yeah. uh, sucks for you. Here's our revised Yeah, I can do that. Part 2 version. Might as well promote it, you know? I don't know. And, yeah. and it's probably it's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, so yeah. I got to re-edit that That's one. That's a good one. Yeah, when I re-edit it, I'll I'll post that's up there. So Why so, do you have a baseball bat in here? Uh that was in the basement. And oh, it's that's up Ben's. Yeah. So that So that's my, you know, if somebody breaks in, Ben's. maybe I'll think to grab it. Ben that we worked with, Ben? No, no. No. So I left that here. Um my ex's son played in the MLB for a short period of time oh. and that's a that bat from bat. there. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I found that in the basement. I tried to look up if it was worth anything. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Sell it, make some money. Yeah. No. So now it's just So now my, it's a it's a weapon. It's a I mean I think he'd appreciate that. Fair. Like if you clunk somebody in the head with oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who wouldn't love that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's my you know. If, I would have that in your bedroom though. Yeah, it was in the kitchen. It was in the bedroom, then it was in the kitchen for some, and then I, as I clean, it just kind of migrates from room to room, <laughs> just moving out of the way while I do the floors. I love it. I mean, the bad thing though about that is that you got to let them get close to you right, exactly. to smash to be them. Able to hit them. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. Okay. Because we all know Teddy's not going to help me. None of your animals will. No. I mean, he'll be barking and he'll do his like happy dance, his serious bark. Willie. Yeah. His for bark, a stranger. Like, if somebody's attacking oh, me, yeah. Now, he, now he's looking like he heard something and yeah. he's like on it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong way, Teddy. They're out front. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> thought I heard some sounds. Poor Teddy. But now he looks a little more pathetic. Oh, poor Teddy. <laughs> Ellie, yeah. what have you been up to? Oh, well, shit. Yesterday was um, a clear case of a D D cleaning. Oh, so by eight oh three a.m., I had decided mm-hmm. that I was going to clean out the closet and the spare room. Okay. Mm. Um, because I had to, because it, it just needs it, and um, so that led to me going, ooh, the cedar chest that's in here mm-hmm. needs to go down in the basement <laughs> because Andy needs it out of the way and it needs to go to, I didn't want it in there anyways. Please to, tell me you didn't tackle that by yourself. Um, so, because Andy needs that to fix <laughs> the uh, ceiling in there, which is now, I don't know, two years old, that the hole is in the ceiling from when the toilet from the Yo. upstairs bathroom leaked. So, um, so that led me to cleaning the basement. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Was that your entire day then? No. Which uh, has been something you've wanted to do for a while. It's been on the list for a long time. And Andy sat up in his chair and read for a while. And then um, I, yeah, I was down in the basement and I, I said, I just started and I just cleaned it, rearranged, moved a shelf, moved it into here, made room for the, the thing. And then he came back from walking the dogs and we had breakfast. And then he's like, I'm going to go do, I'm going to go change the oil in the truck, which led to him having to clean the garage first. And then, but then <laughs> in order to take the stuff to the Goodwill. So here's where we go. So remember, I wanted to clean out the closet. Yep. Yep. Well, that led me to cleaning the basement. Mm hmm. And that led me to having some things to take to Goodwill, uh-huh. which led me to having to clean out some place to put my golf clubs that were in my car. Ah. So then I cleaned out the entryway, Yo. and behind those doors masked 10 years of 
plastic like grocery bags. Holy shit. That's been stuffed in there and all sorts of stuff. So I packaged all those up because there's a there's a civic group in town that takes them by the three 13 gallon bag garbage bag. Mm-hmm. Did, um, and did, did you fold them? No, okay. I didn't. But then they probably would all fit into one. But the ones you that have I did, a very satisfying. I do. Um, way of. F- I do folding noisy bags. I do, and it does. They take up less room, yeah, and they do. you know, I have them. Like I have probably four or five bags in my car mm-hmm. that are all folded, and um, whatever you know, it just works out. <clears throat> but that led me to cleaning out those two closets. In their entirety, switching coats around, vacuuming, then and that led to me doing cleaning out that entryway, and then so um, Andy's like, oh, well, while he was cleaning the garage, he's like, there's these two totes from your parents, and I'm like, okay, bring them in, and then and it was the first tote after that because then I was cleaning out the cedar chest because Andy was going to move it, and so that led me through going through picture old pictures, which, by the way, I'll save for another day. Yes. Um, like, my prom pictures. Oh, yes, <laughs> Yes, I want to yeah, see that. There's some good ones for sure. What has he got? There's a piece of plastic stuck on his tooth. Oh. oh. That's why he kept, he kept coming up to me and going, mm. which means, Mommy, I, I can't something. get it off my tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what he does. So <laughs> I so your prom picture? Yeah. What else? What else? Oh my god, there's so many pictures. I'll have you guys over and Finally, we'll just yes. we'll just find I mean it's like every bit of my childhood Couple is in there. Couple glasses of wine. And in I'll these bring a bottle. Uh, yeah, cuz it's two big huge under bed storage totes full of pictures and then there was things from my mom like her sixth grade report card and some birthday cards and all sorts of shit like that wow so by two o'clock in the afternoon i had already kind of slowed shit down and was feeling like oh i should go do something but when andy was cleaning the garage i was watching him i was out there we were just talking and then that I should go just my, watch my motivation just was like so by like 2 30 i was just scrolling insta being like I should get up Fuck and it. do something, but nah. For so you to make the comment, I should do something. You count on your hands how many things you touched in six hours. I know, but did you? Oh, still, here, did you complete anything? <laughs> um, I completed. Yeah, well, yes, right, that's the big ADD that's thing. The, did you finish? Okay, any of the so projects? here's what actually got done to some degree. The basement for the moment got done. Wow, because there there is a row of totes that I do need to go through but i don't have a place to put that stuff yet so there's that um the up the entryway got completed because i made andy go and throw out some of his old work boots and then i vacuumed Mm. the whole thing so that got done um the cedar chest got moved down to the basement where it should be um oh that's already a good feeling yeah so i got all of those things done and then i started getting crabby and and did you eat um yeah andy fed me he made some <laughs> some really yummy dip that we ate and then about 5 30 i'm like i sent him a text that was an ice cream cone an ice cream sundae and a piece of cake oh <laughs> yum. and so we went and had culver's and nice then i went upstairs till 
I had to go run into work real quick. So, yeah. So, I mean, I it, like it, my you house is still is okay. in a little bit of shambles. You, you but were able to take a Sharpie and check yeah, I could some com- things. I could complete That's some good. things. Yeah. So, it was like this row of boxes that have been down there for years. Just wow. this big stack of boxes that I was keeping for, I don't know. Just because? Well, because I think I... <laughs> some of mine were like somebody was coming over and I didn't have room in the recycle. Mm. So I stuffed them down there and then Andy just started, they multiplied. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, so awesome. I mean, I got a, I got a, wow, the honey, the basement looks amazing. You, you did? He said I, that? Yep, yeah, I sure did. Oh, mm. good. Yep. So stamp of approval. Thanks, he, Andy. He doesn't, he honestly doesn't care. Because no, I, they never do. I prefaced the whole Great. thing by um, saying, "I'm going to need your help, <laughs> and you don't need your. I don't need your help until I say, can you help?' And then I need you to do it.'" And he's like, "Okay." Otherwise, I don't care if you sit here and read your damn book all day. And he's like, "Perfect." Yeah, the the kind of projects I like. <laughs> yep. Until he decided, he came back and he's like, "I'm going to go do this," and I'm like, "Okay, okay." So. Teddy, honey, just lay down. Yeah. He feels anxious. Oh. Well, there's lots that of things what going on. on? Uh, he's just difficult. Okay. So, but yes. What do we got today? What are we well, doing? I never noticed that somebody has chewed on this book. Oh, did mm. they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We got them from you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, shoot. T- what are we doing? Okay. Darn. So, today, episode 30. 40. Oh, this, 40. Will, be 40. this will be 40. This will be 40. Yep. Shit. Um, we are doing another go- Goosebumps. Reader, beware. You choose the scare. You choose the scare. Bum, bum, bum. So this one's mine. It's number eight. The Curse of the Creeping Coffin. The Creeping Coffin. The Creeping. Creeping Coffin. Whatever. As what you said last week. Cre- 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 you, it's creepy. creeping, but you like to say creeping. The Creeping Coffin. It is creeping, but... So, Fee, you and I are one, one person. We are together. And we okay. are going to... Think of us as Siamese twins. <laughs> we must decide together. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, so here we go. Keep an eyeball on that and I'll try to too. Well, I'm okay, go ahead. bored, you moan. I'm so bored I could eat flies just to see how they taste. Oh, God. <laughs> flies have germs, your grandmother replies. It is a hot, sticky day in the middle of July and you plop down into a creaky old chair in your grandmother's kitchen your parents dropped you off yesterday before they left for their vacation, mm. and you already could dive boredom. Your grandmother's old dog, Sparkle, yawns loudly. He crawls under the table. Moments later, he begins to snore. I know just how you feel, Sparkle, you say. You sigh loudly. <sighs> Why don't you go outside and find something to do, your grandmother suggests. She looks up from the pie that she's baking and nods towards the backyard. Go Go out there, you think, into her backyard? No way. You glance out the window. It's probably 90 degrees in the shade, but you shiver. Your grandmother's house is right in front of an old cemetery. Nice. Rows and rows of old, crumbling tombstones sit just beyond the edge of her backyard. But that's not what scares you. What scares you is that behind the... What scares you is that behind... Hold on. Hold on. Okay. What scares you is that the tombstones have been moving. Ooh. 
You noticed it right away after you arrived yesterday. You saw the tombstones from your bedroom window on the second floor. You could tell some of the graves had cool carvings on them, so you decided to go outside and take a closer look. But when you entered the graveyard, something was different. Strange. Some of the graves were out of place. Nah, can't be, you told yourselves. Graves don't disappear. But still... From your bedroom window, you could have sworn there were six or seven graves in the back row. Now there are only three. Nah, you must have counted wrong. You decided to forget it and went to bed. But when you woke up this morning and glanced out the windows, the coffins had been had moved again. Now there were ten in the back row, and the middle rows seemed more crowded. It's all, it almost looked as if some of the graves were moving forward and some of the graves were moving backward backwards and there was a big traffic jam in the center the coffins are rearranging themselves but how and why what the <laughs> shit <laughs> your grandmother <laughs> taps you on the shoulder she snap she snaps you out of your daydream go on she says go play outside outside out there you shudder as you glance out the kitchen window again oh no you cry it disappeared what disappeared, your grandmother asks. The grave with the angel on it, you screech, pointing out the window. It's gone! One headstone in particular caught your eye yesterday. It had an angel carving on it. The angel looked so realistic you practically believed she could fly away. Did she? Your grandmother peers out the kitchen window. Don't be a goose, she scolds you. That tombstone is still there. You don't answer her. You can't. Your heart is pounding crazily, and your mouth has gone dry. You bolt out the back door. You've got to see for yourself. <laughs> but in the graveyard, you discover that your grandmother is right. The tombstone with the angel isn't gone. It just moved. Hmm. It has been in the back row. Now it is up front. I'm losing my mind, you think. Losing it completely. Or are you? <laughs> <laughs> How has his grandmother lived in this house for how many years and never noticed Maybe she anything has, with the graveyard? Maybe she has cataracts. Mm, she probably does. Is that how it works when you have cataracts? <laughs> you can't see tombstones moving? Yeah. <laughs> you run back in the house shouting, Grandma, you yell, that grave with the angel on it? Your grandmother interrupts you. You don't have to shout, dear. That angel... She looks up from the pie crust. That's a nice one. Let me see. Who was buried there? Oh, yes. That's El Elmra Martin's grave. Before you can explain about the moving graveyard, a voice in the far a voice on the far side of the room makes you jump. The name is Elvira Martin, the voice said sharply. Not <laughs> Elmra. You never could get my name right. She's a freaking ghost. Your mouth drops open. A strange woman now stands in the doorway that leads from the kitchen into the hall. A very strange woman. Because she isn't a living, breathing woman. She is a ghost. Ah! Uh, Grandma, you begin. But from the way your granny is humming to herself, you can tell she doesn't hear or see the scary visitor. And don't you stare at me, you little wretch, the, goats, the ghost says, pointing at you. Or you'll be sorry. <laughs> what are you going to do? Threat. Suddenly, you're living in a haunted house. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Oh, my God. Do you run outside? Or do you talk to the ghost? I feel like either option is going to lead to the cemetery. So we'll run outside. You Save, us run outside? Save us some time. You want to run yeah. outside? I'll run outside. To the cemetery. 
Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go outside. You stutter. That's nice. Your grandmother says, returning to her baking. And when you come back in, I hope you stop. You'll stop being so silly. <laughs> She still doesn't okay, notice the ghost in the doorway. You back towards the door to the porch. You keep your eye on the ghost the whole time, and she keeps her glowing eyes on you. As soon as your hand reaches the doorknob behind you, you turn it, fling open the door, and bolt. But just as you start down the back steps, two hands grab your ankle. Ah! As you cry, as oh you trip. <laughs> you sprawl head first down the stairs. Oh, Jesus. Shit. Ouch. You land face down at the bottom of the steps. Good thing it wasn't a long flight of stairs. You only, you're only you only bruised and scratched. You scraped your chin, but nothing's broken. Like ha, is ha, broken. ha, You hear a boy's voice say, you turn towards the voice. You want to see the jerk who made you trip. Hey, wait a minute. There's no jerk behind you. You blink to be sure. Yep, you're sure. There's absolutely no one standing at the top of the stairs or anywhere else. Ha ha, the boy's voice taunts you again. Gotcha, a girl's voice joins in. Right in front of your amazed eye, a boy and girl slowly begin to materialize. When they finally take shape, you can see they're teenagers, but teenagers are from a long time ago. The boy is dressed in a funny-looking black suit with a frilly white shirt and shiny black shoes. The girl is wearing a long, old-fashioned white linen dress. Her hair is braided, and the braids are wrapped around her head three times. The boy and girl look almost solid, but not quite. You can see right through them. Boo! They shouted at the Jesus. same time, and then they double over with hysterical laughter. Your heart is still pounding wildly. Is it really happening, or are you dr- dreaming? <laughs> are you drunk? <laughs> I was going to say drowning, but I have to always remember to read the words on the page. There's only one way to find out. Pinch yourself. If it hurts, turn to page 50. Oops. Oh, Pinch yourselves. Ow! Okay. I guess we do. No doubt about it. You are definitely awake. This is really happening, which means you are face to face with two teenage ghosts. You stand up and brush yourself off. Who are you? You ask, trying not to let your voice tremble. What do you want? What are you doing here? I'm Jane Luckmeyer, the girl ghost says, and this is my dearly beloved twin brother, John. John bows deeply, then he sticks out his tongue. Oh, John, Jane cries. This will be so much fun. Yes, dear sister, John answers. We haven't had anyone to torment in agents. In eternity, Jane agrees, but I've spent the time thinking of ever more horrible tricks and tortures. <laughs> you don't like the sound of that. Could these two creeps have something to do with the creeping coffins? Tell me something, you hope, trying to sound casual. Why have the coffins been moving around? But the twins don't, don't, don't answer you. Instead, they crackle horribly and grin at you. We're in for a terrible ride. Yeah. The Luckmeyer twins float down the steps toward, toward you, and they both have an evil glint in their eyes. Uh-oh, these two spell trouble, double trouble. <laughs> run, you tell yourself, but which way? If you run away from them, you'll be running straight into the graveyard. But your only way back into the house is getting past the Luckmeyer twins first. They're floating closer and closer to you, and John is hiding something behind his back. You freeze. You can't decide what to do. You know John is up to something, and you know he. you better not stick around to find out what it is. But which way should you go? Don't think. Run. Graveyard. Graveyard. Okay. <clears throat> 
let's go no deep, way deeper. i'm going back in that house well also we can't run through them because they can grab our ankles yeah so we have to somehow they're move, like shove a ghost yeah which doesn't seem like it's they're possible. somewhat of a solid entity right so well no if they were a solid entity you could shove them right. well that's true so they must not be but then they can all yeah, yeah. so now into okay. the graveyard we go you turn on your heels and run as fast as you can straight toward the graveyard hey jane calls to you don't go in there oh sure you think she just doesn't want you to escape Mm -hmm. you keep running but the minute you cross the property line from your grandma's yard into the cemetery a terrible chin runs down your spine your whole body feels as it's been turned to ice or stone you stop running and you begin to move very slowly i'm walking among the dead you hear yourself say in a flat voice Why did I say that, you wonder? (laughs) You are walking among the dead, John says right behind you. He and Jane float around the graveyard. I am a prisoner of the graves, you hear yourself say. You are a prisoner of the graves, John and Jane repeat the words together. You take a few steps back. Your legs are so stiff you can barely move. You look down at your feet and scream, Ah, you moan. My feet have turned to stone. Oh, Oh, shit. We're dead. Turning into a statue yeah it's true your feet have turned to stone so is the rest of you help you want to cry out but you can't speak stone lips don't move i warned you jane says quietly ha ha john says laughing and pointing at you you're stuck he wags a finger in your stony face you'd like to bite him but you can't you can't do anything you're a statue you've turned to solid stone see what happens when you walk among the dead John says, you should have listened to Jane. Don't ever walk with a dead person into a graveyard. It's the most dangerous thing you can do. Now they tell you. Mm. Go to page 13 if you can. And try to turn the page with your stony fingers. (laughs) (laughs) So there you are, standing like a stone statue in a graveyard. You probably think this is the end, don't you? Mm -hmm. Well, it could have been. But a few days later, the the graveyard caretaker comes by. He notices you. He realizes that you don't belong there. Pretty soon, he figures out he could get a lot of money for a stone statue of a kid. So he backs up his truck, his pickup truck, into the cemetery (laughs) and loads you on it. Then he drives away. He sells you to a garden shop that carries stone statues to to put in other people's gardens. A few months later, your grandmother... (laughs) <laughs> walks oh into god, the shop you months later oh my god no one sent out any sort of missing child amber alert well i'm sure they did but not for a statue yeah. a few months later mm-hmm. your grandmother walks into the shop and sees you standing there she can't believe you, her eyes a statue that looks exactly like her <laughs> missing grandchild she bri- buys you and brings you back to her house oh my god unfortunately for your grandmother's house is still haunted but for some reason she's never noticed the ghosts floating around but you notice them especially the two ghosts that you hate the most Mm -hmm. the luckmeyer twins they spend the rest of eternity teasing you and pinching your stone nose and you just have to stand there and take it until Mm. the end of time oh Mm. no freaking a died so Okay, so can we go back and decide not to run run towards the grave? Sure, we got nothing but time here. (laughs) We got to run back in the house. Okay, so that was the only decision we made, right? 
Well, mm-hmm. we also do we So here you do you want to go back to um staying in the house stay, talking to the ghost talking or talking to the ghost? So let's talk to the ghost. Okay. Oh, okay. Cuz yeah, go. we ran outside and then those stupid So remember twins we're going to we're talking to Elvira Martin. Mm-hmm. Elvira. Elvira. Boom Okay. Why are you here? You ask the ghost, but your grandmother thinks you're talking to her. You know why I'm here, your grandmother answers. I live here. Don't be such a goose. For some reason, your grandmother can't see Elvira. You've always wanted to have a special skill, but ghost spotting wasn't what you had in mind. You try to think of a way to ask Elvira a question without having your grandmother think you're completely crazy, but you can't. So you keep staring at the ghost. She glares at you a moment, then motions for you to follow her. You watch as she floats into the hall and up the stairs towards your room. Mm. Follow a ghost, you think. Are you nuts? The Just the idea gives you a chill. <laughs> what do you want to do? Follow her. Follow her. <laughs> you follow Elvira to your room on the second floor. The moment you step into the bedroom, she slams the door. Then she whirls around to face you. Her eyes turn green and begin to glow. You back up, stumbling, and fall onto the bed. You little wretch, she says. I don't want any trouble from you. Sparks seem to fly from her flashing green eyes. You shrink back into the pillows. Then Elvira gazes around the room. Yes, yes, this will do nicely. What do you mean, you stammer? Elvira floats towards the bed. She hovers over you. I'm taking over this room now, she tells you. Get out! Jeez. You would love to leave, but you are shaking too hard to get up. Besides, you have found out what's going on. Elvira is the only one who can explain it to you. Please, you beg, just tell me why you are here and why are the graves moving? Shut up, she screeches, and get off that bed. I want to lay down. I haven't slept in a bed for 51 years. Uh Uh-oh, you realize, you aren't just dealing with a ghost here. You're dealing with a ghost in a very bad mood. (laughs) You jump up from the bed. Elvira lies down, spreading her white satin dress on the covers. Her long red hair fans out across the pillows. (sighs) She sighs. A real bed. She shuts shuts her eyes. You hope she doesn't sleep too long. You have so many questions to ask her. And you hope she'll be in a better mood when she wakes up. She dozes for exactly two minutes, then her eyes pop open, and you notice they aren't glowing green anymore. Ah, Elvira says, that's better. Now that she's awake, you're not sure how to begin. You're almost too freaked out to speak. But you have to know, why are the graves moving, you ask? What's going on? It's the curse of the creeping coffins. The ghostly woman answers, and we're moving into this house. All of us. All of us? Oh. What does that mean? Grandma's not gonna like this. Well, what do you mean, all of you? You manage to stammer. You ask too many questions. Uh-oh. Elvira's green eyes flash green again. Don't get in our way and maybe we'll let you live. Mm-hmm. She soars up over your head and glares down at you. And don't you go talking to that ghost hunter McFarling either, Elvira adds. In the next instant, she floats backwards and disappears into the wall. McFarlane? A ghost hunter? You are startled by the loud clumping step- footsteps you hear. You glance up at the ceiling. The light fixture shaking. It sounds like a whole crowd are wearing clunky boots are stomping <laughs> up the s- 
in the attic. Who could it be? Do you want to find out about McFarlane? Or do you want to know who's in the attic? Mm. I feel like we'll die if we go in the attic. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I'd say we... Ghostbusters! Yeah. A ghost hunter, that's exactly what you need. But how are you going to find this McFarlane guy? You dash out your room, you run downstairs as fast as you can, you rush back into the kitchen. Grandma, you gasp, almost out of breath. Do you know someone named McFarlane? Oh, don't go talking to me about Mick McFarlane. That loon, he came around here last month, told me he thought my house would be haunted soon, said something about a curse, too. Can you imagine that? I don't want you to go anywhere near that man. Oh, let's face it, Granny. Granny's not going to be much help. (laughs) So you race into the hall where she keeps her telephone books. You flip the yellow pages. On a hunch, you look up ghosts. Bingo! There he is, under ghost exterminations. Mac McFarling, ghost hunter. There may be hope after all, as long as you can get out of the house before Elvira finds out what you're doing. Shh. Tiptoe out the door. Luckily, everything in your grandma's small town is within biking distance. 20 minutes later, you've biked over to Mac McFarlane's office, which happens to be located in his garage. You knock on the door of the garage. Come in, a voice calls. You yank open the door. Wow, you think when you see him. Mac McFarlane has frizzy, kinky blonde hair sticking out all over his head. He's wearing six earrings and a nose ring and a pair of Heavy black framed glasses with blue lenses in them. He's about 20 years old. So that's why your grandma didn't like him. He's cool. (laughs) What's up, McFarling? Asks. You look like you've just seen a ghost. He laughs. Sorry, just a little ghost hunting humor. You explain about Elvira and... Typical boy. Um, You explain about Elvira and and that she told you that ghosts are coming to take over your grandmother's house. I've been expecting this, McFarling says, shaking his head. I tried to warn your grandmother. Can you help us, you plead? His eyes are hidden behind the blue lenses. You can't tell what he's thinking. Will Mac McFarling help you? Yes. Mm -hmm. If he wants ghosts. Right. Suddenly, McFarling swings into gear. He picks up this strange electronic box and heads for the door. Come on. We've got to hurry. Let's go. Finally, someone who can help you. You feel better already. McFarling jumps into his car, an old VW, VW bug. You hop on your bike as you ride to your grandmother's house. He drives alongside you. He rolls down the window and talks to you the whole time. <clears throat> Have the graveyards been moving around? He asks. Yes, you exclaim. So you're not crazy. Why are they doing that? I'm not sure, he says, but I've only seen it once before. I think they're moving into position to spell out some kind of message or curse. Mm. Graveyards can graves can spell? That doesn't sound possible, but you're ready to believe anything now. How can we stop them? You ask Mac. It won't be easy, he tells you. You were afraid of that. Maybe it's young eyes that can see. Maybe. Told you it's all cataracts. Cadillac eyes is like you. First, McFarling explains, you'll have to fight the keeper of the sword, and that's one of the ghosts. Of course. Ugh. You need to get the special sword sword and use it to stop the MPG. What's the MPG, you ask? The most powerful ghost. <laughs> McFarling sends says it's a term for the spirit who has control over the graveyard. Once you have the sword, Mac continues you must plunge it into the grave of the mpg but you've got to hurry 
because when all the graves have been moved into position, they spell out the message, it'll be too late. The curse will be complete. And after that, you'll never be able to get the ghost back in their graves. Your head is spinning from what Mac just told you, but you nod as if you understand. You've arrived at your grandmother's house. McFarling stops his car and hops out. You get off your bike and park it. McFarling faces your mother's house and switches on the funky electronic box he's carrying. Red lights and dials light up. Then you hear a loud, a loud beeping sound. Oh, oh. McFarling says, major trouble. Give me a dollar. What? Do you want okay. a dollar? Do you give or do you refuse? You give a dollar. Give, give, sure. I See, got four quarters in my pocket. I had a Here girl. You go. I have no money. <laughs> One of us came prepared. <laughs> As Never usual. Me. Never me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you reluctantly hand McFarlane a dollar bill. He folds, folds the bill in half twice. Then he jams it into a tiny slot of his electronic box. A minute later, the beeping stops. The, bo- the, dollar, the box spits the dollar back out. Thanks, McFarling says. The spirit counter was jammed. He gives the dollar back to you. Weird, you think, but it seemed to have worked. Then McFarling stares at the red dials on his machine. Bad news, kid. McFarling says, finally says, By my count, there are 10 ghosts in the house already. Mm. That's way over my limit. You're you're on your own. Oh, Oh, shit. What? He's fleeing. He starts back towards his car. Wait, you call after him. You can't leave me here. Please, you have to help me. McFarling hesitates for a minute. Then he shrugs. Okay, this is what I'm willing to do. I'll help you make a map of the graveyard. Come on. A map of the graveyard? What for, you wonder? But But you don't ask questions. You just follow Mac into the cemetery and do what he tells you. An hour later, you've got a drawing of the first row of gravestones. Good as this ghost hunter. Here's the map. How does it look? It looks like a map. <laughs> oh, sure does. <laughs> what, a, what a great map. I can't believe this guy isn't going to help us. Yeah. Well, it's typical. Lit- well, yeah. I mean, this is like, he's a ghost hunter. This is what he does. And he's running away. He's afraid. Chicken. Pussy. Pussy. You stare down at the map of the gravestones in your hand and you wonder how it will possibly help. Big trouble, Max says, peering over your shoulder. The message is almost, is already almost completely spelled out. What message? Look at the first four rows, he said, pointing at the paper. The rest of the graves don't matter. That's why I didn't put them on the map. Take a pen and circle the first letters of the last name on each tombstone. It spells out a message. Don't you see? No, you don't see, and you won't see until you do it. So do it. Jesus Please Jesus tell me the book Christ. does it for us. Does not. Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. The well here. I'll hold write on. it down. So what's the f- so the first letter of the last names? What's our letter? Take a pen and circle the first letter of the last name. Okay, S O O N. Soon, soon you'll be dead. That's all it says. Oh, it just oh. says soon. That's all there is. Soon. Dun, dun, dun. Or part. Mm. So turn. Turn to the page, turn to the map, circle the first letters. It will spell out a message or part of one. Well, it's definitely part of one. Yeah. Soon. 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 What? Soon. Oh, no. You, you gasp. You stare at the map. And th- this doesn't make sense. <laughs> it did say on the first row. Just said the first letter. So you stare at the map and the message it spelled out on the gravestone. Soon. You will D.I. Soon. So that's a terrible message. The graves are moving to around a spell. And is the you, you? Or is the curse directed at your grandma? Either way, it's super bad news. Mac, 
There's only one letter missing. Only one more coffin has to creep into place. Hold on. This is not right. What Mm -hmm. page are we on? It did say just the first letter of the last name. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how they got. Soon you will. Soon you will die. And now I've lost my page. The curse will be complete. He turns and walks back to his car. Wait, you call after him. He stops, but only long enough to pull out a business card. Here, he says, call me after you defeat the keeper of the sword. (laughs) Then I'll tell you what to do next. He jumps in his (gasps) VW bug, leaving you standing in the front of your grandmother's house. Oh, he calls as he starts to drive off. Two things to remember. Be sure to find out the name of the keeper of the sword and stay away from the Luckmeyer twins. The Luckmeyer twins, you say? Fucking men. If you've met the Luckmeyer twins already, Hmm. turn to page eight. If you haven't met them yet, turn to page 64. So 64, because in this run, we technically haven't met them yet. Right. I'd be leaving this guy a bad review. Yeah. Same. Yeah. One star. No stars. No. Well, he did help us with the map. Yeah. It's cool. true. Half star. Half star. <laughs> Keep away from the Luckmeyer twins. That should be easy. No problem. Prin- twins are pretty easy to spot. Then it hits you. Do they always stick together? Are they guys or girls? And how old are they? No way to know. Hmm. Maybe this will be more difficult than you think. You slink into your grandmother's house. You feel creepy knowing the place is loaded with ghosts. And how are you going to find the keeper of the sword? You don't have a clue. Your head swims as you wander up to the second floor. Bam! A door opens. It nearly hits you (laughs) in the head. You jump back and peer into the hall closet. Don't go in there, a voice behind you warns. You whirl whirl around to see and see a ghost. A teenager from another time he is dressed mm. in an old-fashioned black black velvet suit with Damn a it. frilly shirt his hair is slicked back and combed neatly behind his ears mm. he's smiling but it's a sneaky smile mm. should you listen to him stay out of the closet see what's in the closet well <clears throat> we know but you don't know we don't know so we gotta act like well he's got a sneaky smile though yeah, you can't just trust any sneaky smile guy. I know. Right. That's like the first rule of being with a woman. With shiny shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Never trust a guy so, with a sneaky smile and shiny him. shoes. Yeah, don't listen to him. Okay. okay. You decide to trust this guy. I think this is why I think it's wrong. Um, he's a little weird looking, but he seems harmless, even if he is a ghost. I'm John, the boy says. You've got to get away from here. The closet is filled with horrible spirits. Quick, close the door and hide in the basement. You do, as he says, slamming the the closet door hard. Then you run down the stairs to the kitchen and then into the basement. Why down here, you wonder, as you look around at the damp, grungy old basement beneath your grandmother's house. You never liked this place. It's cold. It's dark. But even worse are big, ugly crickets. They get in from outside through the cracks in the basement walls. Then they hop all over the basement. You hate them. How come we have to hide down here, you ask? That's when you realize that John isn't with you. John, you call. Bam! You swirl around and you see the basement door slam shut. Click. And lock. Fucker. Son of a bitch. That ghost has locked you in. Hmm. Help! You cry. Let me out! You turn to see if there, if there's another way out of the basement. Gross. There are, those disgusting crickets are hopping everywhere. There must be hundreds of them. The chirping is enough to make you crazy. They hop from the windowsills. They jump down to the stairs. They pounce from the sink to the floor. They jump from the floor to the chair. Jump, jump, jump. Ick! 
one lands on your head. Yuck, you scream. You wipe at your head. Get off of me. More greenish-brown crickets hop around your feet. You bang on the bath, the basement door. Let me out of here. Ha <laughs> ha. You hear John snickering on the other side. What a creep, you think. Then it dawns <laughs> on you. Hey, John, you call through the door. What's your last name? Luckmeyer, the ghost asks. Answers. Figures. Mac, Mac McFarling was right. Oh, oh. John Luckmeyer mumbles on the other side of the basement door. Here comes trouble. What now? You already have enough trouble in the form of a teenage ghoul. Ick! Another cricket plops on your head. Let me out, you yell again, pounding on the door. Immediately, the door swings open. Uh-oh, the ghost was right. Trouble has arrived in a big way. It's your grandma, and she is <laughs> steaming mad. What in heaven's name are you up to? Your grandmother scolds. You glance past her into the kitchen and see what she means. The whole place is a mess. Flour is scattered all over the floor. Pots and pans are stacked on the chairs and table. Every single item in the refrigerator is sitting on the kitchen counter. (laughs) What on earth have you done? Your grandmother demands, pointing at the huge mess. Behind her back, you see a ghostly John Luckmeyer with a big grin plastered all across his face. Quick, what are you going to tell her? What are my options? To tell us, make up a lie. Or tell the truth. She's not going to believe the truth. No. She'll think that's a lie. So you're going to make up a story? Sure. Yeah, she won't believe you it if you try telling. It goes against every nature of her being to, to tell to a lie. lie. You yeah. saw her pondering. Not mine! <laughs> <Fly> away! <laughs> her eyes moral uh, compass. Even in a story won't yeah. lie. Well, I'm thinking like, God, you, you're almost better off telling the truth because you know she's not going to believe you, but you're going to be safe because... John's it's John, right? John. John's not gonna get you. Lie. But if Okay. Lie <laughs> Lie. <laughs> My other Siamese half is saying lie. <laughs> lie. <laughs> uh I was trying to make dinner for you, Grandma, you say. If you told the truth, she'd think you were lying. Then you'd be in even bigger trouble. Well, (laughs) your grandmother's face begins to soften. Then John Luckmeyer floats over to you. Before you realize what he's doing, he picks up one of your grandmother's best china teacups Mm. and he knocks it to the floor right by your hand. The teacup lands with a horrible crash. Oh, no. You start to open your mouth to explain, but then another ghost appears on the other side of you. This one is a girl. She's wearing an old-fashioned white linen dress. Her hair is braided in and the braids are wrapped around her head three times. Hello. She says with a snicker, I'm Jane Luckmeyer. Great, you think. Another one. Trapped between the Luckmeyer twins. She picks up the china saucer that goes with the teacup that John just smashed, and she tosses it like a frisbee across the room. Catch! And somehow <laughs> she makes it look as if you threw it, and the saucer crash lands at your grandmother's feet. Ugh. That's it, your grandmother says. Go to your room. Mm. You done piss grandma off. Yeah. Well, that'll happen. You hurry into the hall and start up the stairs toward your room, but something stops you. A terrible chill in the air. A cold so cold you could feel it as if you're, it will freeze your blood and bones. In An instant later, 13 howling ghosts appear. They float on the walls and they come towards you. They are all shapes and sizes, but they have one thing in common. They are all terrifying. Mm. No, you want to cry. This can't be happening. Your knees shake so much, you almost fall down. But somehow you manage to run. Ghostly arms reach out for you as you race out the front door into the front yard where the sky is growing dark. 
For the next 10 minutes, you huddle under a big tree trying to think. Mostly, you just think one thing. Get me out of here. (laughs) But you know you can't go home. Your parents are away on vacation. Besides, you can't leave your grandmother here all alone, not with these creeping coffins, which means you've got to... You've got to go back into the house, you've got to get rid of the ghost, and you've got to find the keeper of the sword all before it's too late. I'd say Grandma's been living in this house for She's years. fine. She's been... Get me out of here. She's fine. Using the back door, you quietly slip into the house. Then you sneak up the back stairs to the second floor. You peek around the corner carefully. You don't want to run into the Luckmeyers. When you are sure the coast is clear, you start up the stairs toward the attic. As soon as you step on the stairway, you see a huge soldier standing at the top Mm. of the third floor landing. His uniform is old-fashioned, Civil War, you guess, and judging by the medals pinned to his gray jacket, this guy knows what he's doing. And what he's doing now is pulling a sword from its holder. Mm. The sword is about five feet long, and and the handle is mother of pearl encrusted with sapphires. The blade gleams. Even in the darkness, you can see it's dangerously sharp. The enormous soldier wants to point the sword at your heart. Do not advance one more step. Unless you are willing to die, he booms. There's hope. There's still another page. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take your eyes off the sword. The longer you stare at it, the more your legs shake. Then it dawns on you. This soldier must be the keeper of the sword. So what are you going to do? Run and hide? Definitely. Trembling in fear, you start to back up. <laughs> That's when you feel a sharp point sticking you in the back, right between your shoulder blades. Ouch, mm. you cry, turning around. Big trouble. Behind you is another ghost, and this one is dressed in a, fen- a fencing costume. White canvas pants, a wire mesh mask, leather gloves. On guard, says the new ghost. The, vo- <laughs> the voice echoes all around you. The voice From the voice, you know that this voice is a woman. Then you realize something. She has a sword too. Two ghosts, two swords, both dangerous, but only one has a sword you need. Which one? Well, it's not the fencing sword. Right. It's got to be the other one. It's the other one. The soldier? It's the soldier. We're probably wrong, but it's the soldier. Okay. It'd be so Why would the keeper have a fencing? Why would the sword be a fencing? Did you ever see Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom? No. Mm. I feel like we've had this conversation. Where he, you have chosen poorly. Did we choose poorly? We're going to fucking die. Don't know. Mm. You decide the enormous Civil War soldier must be the keeper of the sword. You face him and the fencing ghost behind you vanishes. You can't seem to lift your eyes from the sharp blade of of the soldier's weapon. Are you the keeper of the sword, you ask him? Your voice trembling. No, he bellows. Then he lunges forward and charges at you. Ah, you scream in terror. You turn and run for your life down the stairs, out the front door, into the night. You don't look back, but you don't have to. You can hear the ghostly soldier behind you. His heavy boots thud against the ground. You dash across the front yard toward the road. You manage to put some distance between you and the ghost, but then something grabs your foot. Smack! Your hands hit the gravel on the, at the side of the road, and you fall flat on your face. Shit. Mm. you glance down to see what made you fall just a gnarled tree root prepare to die the shoulder the soldier shouts as he stomps towards you 
The Civil War soldier raises his huge sword. You quickly roll out of the way. The sword plunges into the ground. You scramble to your feet and run as the soldier wrestles the blade out of the dirt. Where can you go? What can you do? Your heart pounds as you race down the road towards town. Maybe you can get help. Maybe the police will drive by. Maybe someone besides <laughs> you will see this Civil War soldier and do something to save you. Maybe not. You see two choices ahead. There's a small bridge that crosses a narrow river, and you run to. if you run to the bridge, maybe you can hide under it. You also see a small red barn across the street. It's behind the farmhouse across from your grandmother's house. Another good hiding place. Which is it? The bridge or the barn? The barn. Don't you think? Interesting. Sure. Barn. <laughs> I made her lie, so we'll go to the barn. <laughs> barn it is. <laughs> You race across the, lo- the lawn and over the hill to the small barn. You swing the door open. Instantly, more than 40 chickens flap <laughs> down on the rafters at you. Feathers fly everywhere. Achoo! The feathers tickle your nose. They get in your mouth. You swipe away at the downy tufts. The clucking is so loud, you cover your ears. Then you cover your head. Ah! You scream. The chickens are swooping towards your hair. Huh. Why are they swooping towards your hair? You've heard that bats will fly at people and get them tangled in their hair. But chickens, there's something weird going on with these birds. Maybe they're... It's my biggest fear going into a chicken coop, by the way. (laughs) Get away from me, you shout. You duck and twist and trying to avoid the diving chickens. They squawk and flap flap their wings. One bird lands on your shoulder and digs its claws into your clothes. Hey, you yell at it, shaking it off. But it clings to you. You notice the other chickens hovering by. You reach up and grab the stupid bird, but something stops you. Could it be? Is the chicken smiling at you? What? You peer closely at the bird. Ghost chickens, obviously. That chicken isn't smiling. It's baring its teeth. But chickens don't have teeth. And they sure don't have fangs. That's (laughs) right. Fangs. Guess what? These aren't ordinary chickens. These are vampire chickens. And the bird on your shoulder is leaning closer and closer and closer. Chomp! Being bitten by a vampire chicken puts you in a foul mood. Oh, well. Better cluck next time. The end. That's a great ending. Yeah. Oh, we got eaten by a vampire chicken. chicken. And there you go. The hell... Should have gone bridge. Cluck next time. Better cluck next time. <laughs> That's gonna be our description on this episode. I would have just left Granny. Yeah, f- Grandma. She's been living there. She's she fine. She ignored me making a damn pie. Would have left your sorry ass in the house. Hmm. I wouldn't. You. Uh. I had have saved Grandma. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't have. But she's been in that. I. I have that to house think. hasn't always been haunted. Yeah, but she can't so, see where to go. She's so, fine. So she so the, she would have been fine, but so the kid coming to stay at grandma's yeah. is mm-hmm. what triggered the ghost. Then no, no, because the guy showed up at her house, McFarland, oh, right. showed up right. at her house like a so, month before, saying soon you're gonna have a problem with ghosts, and then is like, bye, yeah, see you later. Grandma's been fine then this whole time. Yeah, I'd have left her. I would have left her. Okay, mm. for all we know. She's she a prob- ghost herself. She, I mean, she could have been. Well, no, because yeah. the parents were there That's and dropped true. them off. Well, they could have Stay just rolled up and said, get out of the car and then kept going. They don't know. Either way, grandma. Either out. way, <sighs> better cluck next time. Damn. I'm going to look at <laughs> chickens differently. Chicken. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The vampire chicken. Mm-hmm. I love it. going to look at chickens differently.
Hmm. Because, you know, I see them all the time. Right. <laughs> I'll be seeing a chicken shortly. Will you? Two days. Yeah, my oh, mom's chicken. Chick, sure. Chick, chick. Careful. Better cluck next time. Yep. <laughs> all right. Should we wrap this up and do yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. So. Um, Hope you enjoyed yeah. it. That was fun to read. See, I knew you'd have fun reading it. It's fun being the narrator. It is fun being the narrator. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that was um, another riveting um, uh, episode of Tramps Ghost Ballerinas. Yep. Find us on all the socials. All the socials. I think we've said it once. We've said it every single time. 39 times. I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> What's one uh, more time? Yeah. So, you can find us at tgballerinas at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Find us on our Instagram, Tramps Ghost Ballerinas, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, TikTok. Our website. We're all over. We're all over. Yep. Rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Tell your friends to rate, review, subscribe. I did get us another follower over the weekend. You did. I did. Who was that? Uh, shout out to Courtney. Um, my dad and I entered into a... Um, shit, what was it called? Classic car. Classic car. Yeah. Classic car show. And um, saw a lot, of, a lot of people there yeah. that I haven't seen in years. Did you throw years. a sticker on one of your windshields? How cool would that have been? Not no, on a classic a, car. Oh, whatever. Didn't think about it. But um, no, I, I saw Courtney and we got to talking and told her about the podcast. And this morning I woke up to her following us. So. Nice. Sweet. Now this is just a stranger you met. No, no. no she graduated uh, oh. with my brother. Oh, okay. Oh. Yep. Okay. And I follow her on my own personal page. Got but it. But okay. I haven't seen her in many years. Okay. So. Got it. Yeah. I like you see somebody for the first time in years and you go, hey, by the way, I have a podcast. Yeah, that's please, the first thing I start please striking follow. up a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you meet somebody like, hey, by the way. But BTW. I got a podcast. But we actually do bring it up with people. Oh, I do. I uh, do a lot. When I was in Rogers, brought it up to someone there. Granted, mm-hmm. she looked at me with very... Yeah, um, pish posh. the eyes, but I do try and, you know. Yep, me too. I don't talk to people, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm, I got a sticker on my car, though, so, you know. Anyways. All right, we're done. Okay. All right, okay, catch us next time. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, bye. Okay. And we're out. Okay, and bye. 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 <laughs>